So welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Ty from the Unemployed Architects. This one you're going to hear, you know, a lot of noises and external sounds because I'm driving to a show. I, uh, it's recently brought to my attention that I'm, you know, a little bit lazy about getting these podcasts out and I need to be more productive. I need to put, put more effort into it because I do enjoy doing it, but it's just never enough time. So I'm trying to multitask. So I'm about to, I'm heading to a show over in uh, Leroy at a place called Houdini Spirits. I've played there a bunch of times and it's a pretty standard gig for me really. But uh, so I have a, I have actually a few shows to kind of recap this week. So that's kind of unusual. But I had the the pod with Jeff I did last last few weeks. And those long guest pods take longer to edit. So you know, just to get it just right and whatnot. So that's why it sometimes takes a long time for me to get more out. Not that you know a ton of people are listening or anything like that, but you know, I just like to be productive. I like to go through the shows and I like to you know try to cover all of them. So I uh, first show I'm going to talk about is the one I did. It would have been like three weeks back at a place called Gig's Place in Fairbury, Illinois. So this show, Blair and I have done a bunch of times. Uh, this time it was just Dave and I. And it was a pretty unsuspecting show. I mean, I don't know, I got there and it was indoor. Usually we play outdoor, so I didn't really factor that in. And it was uh, a... A pretty small space, so I really, really simplified my setup. Uh, didn't do the organ machine. Um, didn't do the electric guitar stuff, electric guitar amp that I had been previously doing and kind of talking about. So I simplified, and that you know, with smaller space, smaller gear, less no. I mean, overall, just quieter. You know, it was wasn't a loud show, which that's that's pretty. Some, some would think kind of lame. I kind of like it. I don't know. I get so loud sometimes. It's like I can't hear anything because it just all melds together. But when it's, you know, at the right volume and the right space, and then I didn't overcomplicate everything. It was one of the most fun, most fun times I've had at a show in, like, a really long time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's almost strange for me to say that strange for me to feel that way but I've been I would definitely say in a little bit of a lull a little bit of a you know kind of just gap of <laughs> good good uh, good shows good times good anything really with all the pandemic stuff and the new job and and it was well one, one of the things was, it was just nice to the next day when people asked me how the show was it was nice to go, yeah, it was really cool, it was awesome, and, like, really mean it, I guess. Not that I'm, like, lying most of the time when I say that stuff, but I pick out little things that could have been better or could have been, you know, improved upon or, like, things I didn't like about, and I get really hung up on that stuff sometimes, and it's, you know, it's never, like, the the venue or the audience. A lot of times it's just me, like, things that I'm doing that... and. I, 
as I've mentioned before, it's like I get so so caught up in trying to do too much that I lo- I, I don't I don't get lost in the music. I'm too like focused. So, you know, that being said, it was a very unsuspecting show that this would have been like kind of a revival for me. And I felt good. I sounded decent. You know, I it was just fun. Played songs. A couple people came out to see us. Dave, Dave was there on the congas, and he was, you know, into it pretty good. And I was into it pretty good. And there were people that, like, there were a couple of his friends that were there at the beginning. We ended up doing, like, a little set just for them before anybody else got there. It never got insanely busy. Towards the end, it was you know, a little bit busier, maybe 15, 20 people, but throughout the night, it was, uh, you know, usually 5 to 10, 5 to 10 people, and, you know, that doesn't sound like an amazing show, but it really just was, and I had a lot of fun. So then, you know, you have that, and it's like, well, what did, (laughs) this is why musicians are superstitious, because it's like, what did I do at that show? that made it so much better. Well, the the one that's in your face is, or in my face, is I simplified. I didn't try to, you know, do too much. I didn't do, like, the... all the extra things I had been doing lately, and I think that that definitely helped, because I could just play, you know, instead of getting me bogged down by all that stuff. Uh, And other than that, though, I'm not really sure what the difference was. I mean, I... I worked all day, and then I had to go directly to the show. I, I took my time setting up, which was nice, something I usually try to do, or have been trying to do. So then we had the wind jamber the next weekend, and uh, Lo was going to come, but then she wasn't feeling good last minute, so ended up, and it was just Dave and I again, and I was like, well, these are the ingredients, so how can I make this similar? How can I you know, have the same amount of fun? And it, I mean, it wasn't bad, I just, I didn't get there, you know, like I didn't, didn't get to the place I wanted to be. There was a good crowd too. The weird thing about the Windjammer playing inside is that it's just so loud. I mean, and I don't mean like the music, I mean the audience, like the acoustics carry the, the people's voices, you know, just a lot better than a lot of places, so... Like, you keep fighting with them, you know, you turn your volume up, they get louder, you turn your volume until, you know, nobody can hear anything. And it was a later crowd, so it was like, um, it was 9 to midnight, so, you know, a little bit more rowdy, probably, than uh, shows I have been playing. But I don't know, I just never quite hit my stride. I don't know what it was. And part of it was, you know, really trying to get ready for the show the next weekend, which was our Sugar Creek Festival. So, I mean, I don't know, at the end of the Windjammer, I was having fun by the end. It just took me a long time to kind of get to, and (laughs) it sounds bad, but, you know, some of the people left that were there, and it was easier to sound good, which is such a weird dichotomy. You know, I, I, I play a lot of these shows, and it's like, Oh, I want everybody, I want it to be so busy, I want it to be so busy, and then when it's busy, it's like, it never sounds good, and then when it's like, ten people, it's like, man, this sounds amazing, (laughs) 
I, I, I can't crack the code. It's, it's a constant, you know, mission I'm trying to figure out, but uh, I never can quite, you know, hit both of those things. You have there be a ton of people and it sound exactly like I wanted to. But uh, I did go with the simple method on the Windjammer, and I think that did help a little bit. Would have been worse if I would have had more noise going on. So then, the next weekend was the Sugar Creek Festival. And this was a festival that Dave had played before, and he booked it and everything. I didn't really have much to do with setting it up, which is kind of unusual for our shows. And, uh, you know, he, he's been playing hand percussion for bands for so long, and made a lot of connections over the years and so he I, I guess he got in touch with one of his old connects and asked if we could do it and they said yes and uh, you know he, he, he thought it was going to be like a pretty big deal and I think it turned out to be a bigger deal than I was thinking um, it's just a different animal really completely because you know you get there it's a campground so I mean it was it was uh that part of it was really cool, and they had a bunch of, like, uh, like, artists selling, like, in these, like, different tents and kiosks, and so, like, around the whole area was a bunch of cool art and artists, and now we had an earlier set, so it wasn't really, like, busy, and, you know, there was a lot of people there, but they weren't quite all up at the front yet, you know, they aren't, they weren't quite ready to maybe receive the live music just yet, but and it, it's like a, you gotta you gotta get there, you gotta plug in stuff quickly, you, you know, get make it simple, make it quick. And uh, one of the big things with that was I don't know why I just decided to use a different guitar because my my the main Martin I use. Uh, was it, is having issues where the volume kind of changes without me changing it sometimes. So I was like, alright, well I'm just going to use this other one that I haven't used in like months. And there was just something funky. I don't know how many acoustic guitar players out there there are, but sometimes when you put, put on new strings in a guitar, even though I started in the middle and worked my way out, the saddle somehow seemed like it got offset. So, like, the pickup was only picking up the low string and then a lot of weak strings. So anytime I, I, dro I dropped the low string out, you know, I lost so much body to everything I was playing and everything sounded so bassy. And so then, you know, you're, you're kind of doing the math in your head like, okay, well, I could play this chord here and get, um, you know, the, nor the normal chord and just it drop out completely or I could play it up here instead and get that low string so that extra men mental math like while you're playing in real time um, definitely makes a difference because uh, you're a little bit less focused but eventually I ended up and broke a string which was kind of a blessing in disguise though it was on one of my favorite songs Good Friends so Good Friends uh, it, was the, it was the D string which is like the main melody string on that song, so that was kind of annoying, but, um, after I changed guitars, I just felt so much more comfortable, and it sounded so much better, uh, and, you know, by that point, the crowd was a little bit more into it, we were a little bit more warmed up, and, you know, I think we kind of, you know, probably, 
90%. I would say we were at like 90% of our normal performance. And that's uh, that's a good that's a good place to be at a thing like that because you you don't have the control that you would normally have if you were doing your own sound. So I don't know. We got a, a lot of good feedback from a lot of people, and it was uh, it was fun. And then we just hung out the rest of the night. <laughs> Ended up and I did, I was kind of pushing for this not to happen because they had this like uh, open mic type stage with a bunch of musicians that were running it. And uh, Dave kept saying I should go and play, and I kept like saying, "No, I just kind of want to enjoy the festival." And, but of course, you know, they coaxed me into doing it, and it's not like I didn't want to. I just knew beforehand what would happen. It would be like I, because just just judging by the musicians that were there, there weren't a lot of like singers and like band leader type people. So I ended up in. Got, eventually got on stage and this was loud and like a bunch of musicians I never played with they had a, a drummer a bass player electric guitar player Dave on congas Dave on drums sometimes Lo was singing with me and uh, then I'm trying to like teach well I'm trying to do simple songs song like three four chord songs to you know make it so everybody can kind of follow along easily but then I'm just like doing the band leader thing and you know trying to cue people and you know oh, I'll take a solo and then oh, I'll take a solo and then you know oh let's do this song it's just these four chords like the whole time and uh, I was up there for probably an hour I would say and I, I, was, I knew that that would happen it's hard for me to get off the stage when we but it did bring me back to like when I was I was uh when I first started playing music, because there weren't, like, monitors, everything was really loud, you know, you just kind of sang and crossed your fingers a little bit into the mic, and we got, we got an okay crowd here and there, but I mean, it, it was more just for the musicians, it wasn't really for anybody else, and I just did a bunch of covers, so I mean, it, it wasn't anything, because we didn't play any covers at the, at the main performance, so... You know, it's just a different, different animal. It was easy to teach people covers that are like songs they've heard before that are four chords than my songs. But uh, you know, it was fun. I, I think the, the the number one takeaway is that you know festivals are amazing because you, you you're performing for people that are there solely to see and kind of receive be in the moment but live music you know which a lot of the bar shows they play like the one I'm going to now people are just going to be there they're not really there to necessarily see what to see what we're doing you know so I don't know it's uh if we could just do all festivals because I mean that with, with the amount of like Spotify people who follow the Unemployed Architects on Spotify now I mean it's a lot more than before this last weekend, you know, um, which is a, you know, a gift. It's a, it's a great thing. We, we got to play it, you know, 90% our best in front of a pretty large group of people. And Lowe sang well. I did all right. Dave had a lot of energy. I mean, it was good. And people just love Dave. So, I mean, it's, uh, and, and, and Lowe. I mean, Lowe and Dave, people just, 
I feel like I get I get kind of the the least amount of anything. I, I I think part of that is people don't really recognize me off stage. I don't really have much of a look, which is maybe maybe a problem. I don't know. But um, Lo is wearing this like bright rainbow dress, so she got a lot of people that are like, "Oh, you were the one up there singing." And Dave just has his own vibe altogether. I don't know, but. Uh, it was great. I mean, it was... So, I think I think the recap, you know, the... The Gigs Play show kind of got me at least over a hump that I've needed to get over for a while. Which was, you know, just being in the moment and enjoying myself. I mean, I... It is crazy what a show like that will do. And I've been in a little bit of a rut for a long time. So, just having a good show that I was confident about. I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. And I can be really good at it, too. You know, I can I can make... I can control the party and have people have a good time. But, um... The Windjammer was okay. I don't think it really added anything or subtracted anything. It was just a, a show. And then the festival was kind of its own... And again, we played all originals at the... I think we played... We played a Head in the Heart song, which I thought was a cool choice because, you know, not as many people would know it. It's not like a, a pop hit. It's just a song I really like to play. And we did Come Together, which was, uh, you know, the Beatles, so it can't... It's a hard song not to play if you can play it because we... Well, it's kind of like one of our killers, like closer killers. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a good experience ultimately, and we had fun the night after, just kind of walking around. I think Lowe ended up and spent like hundred fifty dollars on artwork. <laughs> so many just amazing artists just selling selling stuff. Um, and then we had John and Phil from the John and Phil show. Uh, they I bought a couple things off John Griffin. His his artwork's always really cool, and he does a lot of festival artwork. And then. Um, Phil is uh, kind of his partner in crime. They do the Phil and John show, and he paints these cool records, like the vi- actual vinyls, and then he'll buy like old, old cheap records at a um, store and let you pick out the sleeve for it, which is kind of cool. But he painted three of the Unemployed Architects uh, records, and we got he gave us one for free, which was super cool and looked awesome, and you'll probably see that hanging in our my little jam space if you look close and I think we brought we bought three different prints from John and then we walked around and we just kept finding cool stuff like it was it was hard to not spend money and then you know you're helping artists like you know just like me uh, just directly you know you're paying them they're, they they do the work you pay them it's just a cool it's like a flea market for artists kind of got some cool stuff so I don't know it's been a fun three weeks I hope we can kind of keep that energy alive and I don't know that that gig show was the first time I didn't feel small in a long time I'm a short guy I'm not a big guy but you know when you play a show like that you feel tall if that makes sense and it was just great I don't know all of it. The, the, the festival, the Windjammer, the gigs place. 
and I hope the show tonight is fun. But anyway, that's about all I got. It's been been awesome for a few weeks, and we got some lot of stuff coming up. We did I didn't mention we did have a show scheduled at Poor Brothers, but it got canceled last minute due to weather. So that was a little bit of a bummer because it was the one in Champaign. They have a really nice courtyard. I don't know if we're gonna we're trying to get. The, the guy that books over there is like definitely open to trying to get us back in there but I don't know if it'll happen and then we got Distill kind of um, a more acoustic version of the Unemployed Architects probably uh, May 7th and then we have another Distill show which will be more of the full full sound which I think is still going to just be three piece on both but we're going to do kind of like an acoustic set and then like a full but sounding a uh, three-piece set, so, some fun stuff, definitely coming up, so, anyway, we, we release Montauk, so if you haven't checked that out, please, please go to the Spotify and follow us, and like that song, and, anyway, anybody who takes the time to listen, I always appreciate you, and I'm pulling into Houdini's right now, so I'll have to go, and, uh, you know, have a good rest of the week, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you.